Good morning for a Monday, August 8, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Think tanks blur line on scholarship. Trial by jury is more concept than reality. And spy saga ends six years later with execution. In today's national headlines, Pence's HIV response, prayer, and a reversal. Trump allies seek out once-scorned GOP donors, and Kane says Clinton has learned from email mistake. In today's business headlines, even after Cosby, women might not speak up. Jobs once taunted Apple's current best consumers, and Amazon's big plan for Alexa make the home like Star Trek. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Think Tank's Blur Line on Scholarship, by Eric Lipton and Brooke Williams. As Lennar Corporation, one of the nation's largest home builders, pushed ahead with an $8 billion plan to revitalize a barren swath of San Francisco, it found a voice to vouch for its work, the Brookings Institution, the most prestigious think tank in the world. This can become a productive, mutually beneficial relationship, Bruce Katz, a Brookings vice president, wrote to Lennar in July 2010. The ultimate benefit for Brookings $400,000 in donations from Lennar's different divisions. The think tank began to aggressively promote the project, San Francisco's biggest redevelopment effort since its recovery from the 1906 earthquake, and later offered to help Lennar, a publicly traded company, engage with national media to develop stories that highlight Lennar's innovative approach. Brookings also named Kofi Bonner, the Lennar executive in charge of the San Francisco development, as a senior fellow an enviable credential he used to advance the company's efforts. He would be a trusted advisor, a Brookings memo said in 2014, as the think tank sought one $100,000 donation from Lennar. Think tanks have power in government policy debates because they're seen as researchers independent of moneyed interests. But in the chase for funds, think tanks are pushing agendas important to corporate donors, and they're doing so while reaping the benefits of their tax-exempt status, sometimes without disclosing their connections to corporate interests. Thousands of pages of internal memos and confidential correspondence between Brookings and other donors like J.P. Morgan Chase, the nation's largest bank, KKR, the global investment firm, Microsoft, the software giant, and Hitachi, the Japanese conglomerate, show that financial support often came with assurances that Brookings would provide donation benefits, including setting up events featuring corporate executives with government officials, according to the documents obtained by the New York Times and the New England Center for Investigative Reporting. This is about giant corporations who figured out that by spending, hey, a few tens of millions of dollars, if they can influence outcomes here in Washington, they can make billions of dollars, said Senator Elizabeth Warren, a Democrat from Massachusetts and a frequent critic of undisclosed Wall Street donations to think tanks. Think tank executives reject any suggestion that they're tools of corporate influence campaigns. We do not compromise our integrity, said Martin Indyke, Brookings' executive vice president. 
we maintain our core values of quality, independence, as well as impact. But he acknowledged that the arrangement to appoint the Lennar executive as a senior fellow had created the appearance of a conflict of interest. And he said that Brookings, in the interest of transparency, had recently decided to prohibit corporations or corporate-backed foundations from making anonymous contributions.